Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 100! <laughs> Yay! Welcome to episode 100 of the Journeypreneur Podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is Creating Confidence. Creating Confidence. And right now I am driving up to Lenox, Massachusetts, up to the Rookwood Inn. Special shout out to Amy Linder Lesser, our sister goddess um, innkeeper there, who is also a member of my Visionary Shaman Circle. She's hosting... Um, another one of my two-day live meditation and mastermind retreats for conscious entrepreneurs, and I'm really excited for this one. I'm ready to do it. Let's go. I can't wait um, to strategically plan the entire next year uh, with the group of everyone that has come together, and we're going to do it by receiving visions from our spirit guides, right, and listening to our intuition. I am overjoyed and excited to get to hold powerful space for the group. And if you haven't gotten to one of my retreats yet, don't worry. One happens every quarter. Come on over to victoriawhitfield.com forward slash retreats if you want to jump in and pick the one that speaks to you and I'll see you at the next one. So I'm driving up to the next retreat and it made me think of you because I have a lot of fabulous, spacious time. It takes me about three hours. It's not that long, but it's a good amount of spacious time by myself to think and process and rock out to some good music and sing and just have a good old time. I love being by myself. I really enjoy my own company. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, but at the same time, I start to replay over all the different conversations that I've had over the last few days, last few weeks, last few months, thinking of all of my beautiful clients, friends and family, those who I'm showing up to serve, those who show up to serve me, right? It's this wonderful, spacious thinking time. And one conversation that stands out in particular, one of my clients, is how she was expressing how she has such a hard time feeling confident, right? Feeling confident. There's these inner voices that we all have, I know I do, (laughs) where one of them is saying, yay, you can do it, you're awesome, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're You've got it. You've got what it takes. Go for it. Yay. Like our inner cheerleader. And then on the other hand, there's another inner voice that's saying, you're an idiot. You're tired. Go to bed. Stop it. Who do you think you're fooling? Right? You're ridiculous. Stop being so over the top. You're being too much. Pipe it down. Simmer now. All of that. Like other inner voice. And in uh, Native American spirituality, those two voices um, are usually referred to the good wolf and the bad wolf. And I'm pretty sure I've done a podcast on this before. Um, But if not, the good wolf and the bad wolf are always fighting, 
always fighting. They will never not be fighting, barking and biting at one another. They're both immortal. Within every conscious being, there's a good wolf and a bad wolf. But who wins the fight is who gets to eat the food of your awareness, right? So who will you feed? Will you give food to that good wolf who is constantly cheering you on, lifting you up, um, rooting for you and believing in you? Or are you going to bring the food of your awareness and your attention to the inner bad wolf, right? Where we focus on the negative and focus on our shortcomings and inner criticism and make sure that we put ourselves down before anybody else can just to do everybody a favor. Or we got to make sure that we feed the bad wolf by protecting everyone else from seeing our true selves because our true selves are dirty, dark, or um, bad, essentially. Right? Be kind to yourself. If that internal battle is always going on, I was thinking of uh, this one client of mine and her inner bad wolf, or her inner critic, however you want to call it, has got a loud mouth, oh my goodness! <laughs> and it's amazing because she is freaking magnificent, the transformation that she's made in her own life, let alone that for her friends, family, and clients, is nothing short of absolutely earth-shaking. So it's, it's such a tragedy to witness someone so brilliant constantly putting herself down or it's so painful to watch men putting themselves down and constantly beating themselves up beating themselves up if this is you this podcast is dedicated to you to shine some light and send you some love on your journey right because what happens is when we have that inner critic or that inner bad wolf going, 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 barking, barking, meow, 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 talking constantly, incessantly throwing trash into your mind and into your awareness, that becomes an energy drain. No wonder you're so exhausted. No wonder you're so anxious or frustrated or feeling like you can't get ahead. It's because you have this loud voice inside of you, constantly saying what's wrong, focusing on the negative, harping on things that may not even have happened recently, <laughs> like you might have done wrong, uh, like last year, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, it doesn't matter, That's there's no such thing as time, as far as the mind is concerned, all is now. So with that being said, how can we create confidence. How can we? You know, confidence is an energetic resource. The more confidence that we feel, the more energy that we have. And what is energy? I'm going to keep saying this over and over again on the podcast until you get it. Energy is the capacity to do work. The capacity to do work. That word work in particular, I not only take as like to do stuff, right? But I also brought it into a business sense. That's why I'm a business making master is because I want to make sure that you have enough energy <laughs> to get the things done, not just at home, but also in your office, right? We, uh, studies show that we spend half our waking adult life at work, 
and a lot of people go and seek support and help for their personal growth and development, their health, and when they're not at work, but for me, I would rather infiltrate the workspace, that other 50%, and let you know that you are just as worthy, just as loved, just as celebrated, and just as allowed to be healthy and growing and, and, and shining brightly your light at work as you are at home or on your off time, on your free time, quote unquote. So how do we create confidence? You know, when I was thinking of my client, here she is, this, this gorgeous, brilliant, wise woman, extremely talented, and very successful to a point, but here she is on the brink of her next level and unable to really step into that next level because in order for her to make it, she's going to have to call on more confidence than ever, right? Getting on camera, speaking from stages, um, leading a new level of team support, right? Believing in herself on top of all of that. It's a whole nother level of confidence, a whole nother level of energy that's necessary. And in order for her to have that confidence, we need to understand that confidence is something that can be created. You're not born into a grounded sense of confidence. You're born into trust and innocence, which is beautiful. And that's why kids will just walk up and tell you whatever's on their mind. Like, yeah, your face looks strange. Or like, hi, I have to poop. Whatever they have on their mind, they're just like, go out there. It's like, hi, I want to be your friend. They have natural confidence because we are all born into trust and innocence. We're a blank slate, right? We don't know um, what's out there to be scary. The inner critic or the inner bad wolf doesn't really have much, um, much food at that point, simply because we're fresh off the lot, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So over the course of our lives, though, there's... Oh, experiences that we have, right? I'll put it on me. I've had plenty of experiences to tear down my confidence and make me feel like absolute crap, right? Or to make me feel like I am worthless uh, or what I have to say um, has no value or is invalid or irrelevant because, uh, because I'm a woman or because I'm young or because I'm small or because of I'm a woman of color, or whatever you want to call it. Like, there's so many reasons that, uh, oh, so many experiences, rather, that I've had throughout my life that would reinforce me feeling less than, right? That bad wolf has gotten plenty of food from diverse places, from people, from the media, from school and education, quote-unquote, uh, from the internet, from from family members, from friends, from partners, right? Um, and even catching it is kind of like a infection from someone else's low self-esteem. I know I've gotten that, too. So I'm putting this all out there to, to build the case for for creating confidence because... Insecurity is also created, 
right? You, you, when you were born, you didn't know that you were less than. You were just born into innocence and trust. You were born with a blank slate. The, if you're experiencing uh, or have experienced low self-esteem or that inner critic shouting, shouting, I know mine still has a voice. It will never not have a voice, right? These wolves are immortal uh, that are fighting within me. And in all people, I don't think it's fair to expect that one day we're going to, like, totally silence the bad wolf. And honestly, I believe personally, I believe personally, um, that it keeps us balanced and down to earth to know, like, you know what, I'm not perfect. You know what, I'm, I don't have everything together. And I'm going to go for it, right? It makes me human, I believe, to acknowledge my shortcomings and to soften rather than always being on top or always being um, first, right? Or always being the best. That'll turn quick into arrogance, and then arrogance can then become dangerous, right? Arrogance is like tunnel vision, is the vision that I'm seeing from my spirit guides. They show me, um, when I say the word arrogance, they, they like hold a pipe, like a PVC pipe, up in front of my eyes, and that's all I can see. This is how they describe arrogance, just tunnel vision, right? Missing out on so much, right? Because we're only looking from one point of view. But insecurity is something that is built over time. I'll put it on me. My patterns for self-sabotage or criticizing myself or picking myself apart is something that I have created and built over time. Like, I've learned how to do that. I learned how to, I practice how to do that. I got plenty of practice in how to tear myself apart and make me feel less than. Right? And so, the bigger the front, the bigger the back, as they say. So, if that's true, then confidence is something that can be built over time. It is built over time. It's something that is practiced that is learned, you can catch it off of somebody else. Say it's just this just like insecurity, right? Is this it's the same. Confidence is something that is a resource that we cultivate over time. My spirit guides, when I talk about confidence, when I say that word, they present me a vision of planting a seed in the ground and watching the plant germinate and emerge from the soil over time. That's what confidence is. It's something that grows, that needs to be nurtured and fed. And it gives life the same way that Mother Earth gives life. It's a beautiful thing to witness when someone has fed into their positive mindset, their abundance mindset, their growth mindset, right? their loving mindset, their conscious mindset. Well, it's a beautiful thing to witness how that person's energy blossoms and it can inspire all others around them to do the same. So how do we create confidence? Well, I'm going to take a note from the previous podcast episode, episode 99, if you haven't listened to it. And the first C in my C2R2, if you don't know what that is, you got to stop and go back to listen to it. But the first C is celebrating. Learning to celebrate and receive celebration 
is the foundation of confidence. And I get asked all the time, Victoria, why are you so happy? Or how do you, how do you sustain your energy for, for so long, just like always finding the positive? How in the world do you do that when there's X, Y, and Z going on in the world? When A, B, and C is happening in your business or in your personal life? Like, how in the world can you keep focusing on the positive? It's funny, I've even got that people are like, is there something wrong with you? Like, why are you so happy? You know, that sort of <laughs> frustrated or angry version of the question. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, um, and when I get that, I've learned over time to have compassion because that just means that person um, oh, has had so much pain in their life that they can't even conceive of someone genuinely being happy. Like, there, there must be something wrong. There must be a shoe somewhere that is about to drop <laughs> because that's their version of reality, historically speaking. And I so underline, historically speaking. Um, but with that being said, my my answer to that is how how do you just like have such bright, sparkly, or happy energy? Or why are you on auto clap? I'm telling you, this is it's experience at this point. I have built this celebration first. And always mindset over time. This is around a good, gosh, 15, 16 years in the making <laughs> straight. It was long before I was, uh, you know, in business or anything like that. Um, this is my own personal journey. Long ago, I decided to be happy. How did I decide to be happy? I'm going to tell you. This is my secret. You want to know my secret weapon? The first person in my life who got me on the personal growth and development journey. It was not Oprah, by the way. I have never watched or read anything by Oprah before. I saw the color purple, and that was awesome. But I, I've never, like, I'm not an Oprah person. Um, it... It wasn't Napoleon Hill. It wasn't Tony Robbins. This is like, before I learned about them, uh, this person is speaking to me. And it wasn't even my parents. Like, my parents have always been, like, happy, positive, self-actualized, kind of stubborn people. <laughs> and I, I love them for it. But at the same time, they actually weren't the ones that got me on personal growth and development. And no, it didn't come from my religion. If anything, uh, growing up, religious kind of set me in the opposite direction of, like, removing and emptying myself rather than developing myself personally. Um, I, I have more to say about that. I don't have anything against religion. It's just, for me, I have a, a long history with it and have some pretty deep feelings around it, by the way, send me an email, um, team at victoriawhitfield.com, if that's something for you too, like, you would want to have a conversation around that, because this, I, that would have to be something more in depth, but <laughs> that being said, like, I, I grew up in the church and all of that, like, I have, um, uh, church leaders in my family, my immediate family, so, 
it's strange to say that, yeah, actually, the church isn't the place where I found personal development. It's almost, almost the opposite. Almost. I mean, this guy, he's like, he takes me to church, emotionally speaking, whenever he gets to talking. The person who introduced me to personal growth and development in my first toe, first, like, dip into understanding how to start loving myself and building confidence as a person, as a human being, believe it or not, is RuPaul, baby! The drag queen, the supermodel of the world, RuPaul. I absolutely love him. And, dude, it's like, ever since I was uh, a young young woman, you know, uh, gosh, I think in my early, early teens, when I first started watching, he had a talk show on daytime TV and everything like that. Dude, I have his book. All the things. Uh, I love everything that he does. And his message of if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? That is one thing that you would always say at the end of everything that he does. This wonderful, empowering mantra of remembering to love yourself. This, this was my entree to confidence. So the reason why I'm so happy is because I'm actually a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> We're drag queen at heart, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that, there's this powerful thing in drag of celebrating everything, celebrating your shortcomings, featuring the parts of you that could be seen as a weakness. Right? Learning to celebrate in all things. So so super duper empowering and when we're creating confidence when we're rebuilding it maybe after confidence has been completely broken the name of the game is learning how to celebrate yourself how to celebrate your life how to celebrate your circumstances how to celebrate the people that are in your life and around you or have have been in your life how to celebrate the resources that you do have thus far. Always celebrating. Having that celebratory mindset is what builds confidence because it is attractive. Remember from the last podcast episode, celebrating is one of the four most attractive topics to talk about. And the thing about celebrating and all those other topics especially celebrating is it directs attention it's really powerful when you start to go on a celebration a rampage to take a word from Abraham Hicks when you start to go on a celebration binge all of a sudden you get more energy and you also become aware of what you're really working with who you really are and how interesting it is, especially when you choose to celebrate things that you are ashamed of, things that you would normally put down or criticize about yourself. But if only just for today, as we say in Reiki, just for today, choosing to celebrate your shortcomings or the things that make you feel insecure, you will be shocked what your mind 
is capable of coming up with. There's that wonderful thing called the reticular activating system in the brain that is responsible for pattern recognition. It has to fill in the blanks. It has to. It has to. Your brain is hardwired for that. So when you say, I celebrate my hips because your brain has to fill in the blanks. It has to look for something to celebrate. Now, only you know when you are BSing yourself. Right? So when, uh, when I'm talking about, like, oh, I celebrate my hips, there could be the rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, pump up version of that. We're like, oh, I celebrate my hips because it's good to be a woman. Sort of BSing myself. <laughs> Versus, uh, I celebrate my hips because I have so much fun with them whenever I get to dance. I celebrate my hips because I am proud of the stretch marks there. It shows me that I've been growing and that I'm still here and I'm still alive. I celebrate my hips because, and then just continuing on that wonderful celebration binge. Especially when your confidence has been broken, you really want to focus on finding things to celebrate, doing the exercise of celebrating your shortcomings and the things that make you the most insecure or the things that bring you the most fear. Like, I celebrate that I am afraid to go live. <laughs> because that fear shows that I'm alive, shows that I'm connected to my emotions, shows that this is a big deal. I celebrate that. I celebrate my fear. I, I celebrate my fear also because it's my truth. Right? So... Your main takeaway I would love to give to you <laughs> is write this down somewhere. I celebrate my blank because blank. So take that with you, maybe just for today, as we say in Reiki, and play with that, especially going into the dark side. The more that you do this, the more you will bring healing food, empowering food, and energy to that inner good wolf, your inner cheerleader, to build up your confidence where it may have been broken. So with that being said, I'm sending you big hugs and love. Mwah! If this is your first Journeypreneur podcast episode, wow! <laughs> where have you been? We are now at a hundred episodes. Oh my goodness. I never, I'm like, I had no idea that I would be able to record a hundred episodes in less than a year. It's possible, right? If you're listening in, by the way, as another journeypreneur, a conscious entrepreneur like yourself, thinking of starting a podcast, like, oh man, I don't know when I'll be able to start a pod. Oh, so-and-so has like so many, Victoria has so many podcast episodes, I could never catch up. Well, you know, in China they say, in Taoism they say, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, second best time is today. Like, just start it. Just start it. The only reason why I'm on my 100th podcast episode celebrating that, woo-woo, is because I just started and kept going and 
it's pretty obvious that this is not a fancy uh, production yet. I'm more concerned and more motivated by you getting this information and activation and healing and inspiration in your hands than it sounding perfect or being perfectly, uh, you know, formatted for, you know, your car or whatever. I, I'm not going to do it perfect. I'm going to get out there and over time, this podcast will get better and better. There'll be like music, there'll be better production value, and I'm sure, I'm sure, over time. But rather than waiting for someday, quote-unquote, when everything's perfect and, and excellent and at the extreme highest level of quality in order to get it out to you, I'd rather just start running and build from there. So again, I'm sending you so much love. Welcome to the Journeypreneur Podcast. If this is your first episode, by the way, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star review on iTunes. You know, and on iTunes, when you do that, you can leave a comment. This is episode, obviously, 100. Tell me what was your biggest takeaway. What was the one thing that touched your heart the most? When you do that, I really appreciate it because it helps me reach more journeypreneurs out there who may be looking for this healing inspiration and information. They may need that extra confidence booster to know exactly how to rebuild it once theirs has been broken. So let them know that this is the right podcast to listen to by hitting the share button and sharing with friends, sharing with your networking group and your community. I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for your support. Thank you for listening and being present. And please enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.